Welcome. This is Am I Old Yet? A lightly comic audio drama written, performed and produced by me, Floyd Kennedy. About life, the universe and everything from the perspective of one elderly, fictitious woman, Helen Doherty. This is an independent, advert-free podcast, so I'm deeply grateful for any small donations you feel you can spare. The links are at the end of the episode. This is episode 11 of season 3. Helen is very unhappy about the forthcoming publication of her memoir, but she can't explain why. Her publisher, Joey Wilkinson, is also her oldest friend, and she's worried about Helen, so she calls upon Janie, Helen's daughter, to see if they can figure out how to help Helen. Janie, thanks so much for taking my call. Oh, not at all, Joey. What can I do for you? Is it about Mom? Well, yes, it is. I know she's upset, and that's not good. I don't want to upset her. Of course not. So I I thought if I could have a chat with you and explain the whole thing to you, maybe you would understand better and then you'd be in a better position to help her. Now, tell me, do you mean, as her publisher, you want me to help her to do what you want her to do? Oh, I can understand why you would think that. But no, believe it or not... That is not what I want you to do. I'm speaking as her friend of many, many years, not as her employer and a potential publisher. I see. Oh, I I do hope you do, Janie. So what do you mean about helping her? Well, as far as I can make out, it seems that she really doesn't want me to publish her memoir, but she can't explain why. And I'm hoping you can help her to understand for herself what's going on. And then, if she decides not to go ahead, I'm fine with that. Well, perhaps if you could explain it all to me from the start, how did this whole crazy idea come about in the first place of uh, Mum trying to write a memoir? Yes, that's exactly what I thought I should do. Of course... I can only tell you my understanding of the situation. Your mother might have different ideas about it. Well, of course. Off you go. How did it start? (laughs) It probably started right back when your mother and I first met up at NYU in the 60s. We got on great from the word go. I was a bit bouncy, (laughs) and your mom was, well, very direct. I kind of bounced around, being a party girl as much as I could get away with, and and Ellie would taggle, oh, you know, that's what I I call her. She calls me Joey, and I call her Ellie. Uh, Anyway, um, she would tag along with us, but she would also draw the line and make sure we put in study time. She kind of kept me on the straight and narrow, up to a point, and I reckon I... (laughs) I loosened her up a bit. Right. Well, I can understand that. But but what about the other girls? There were five of you, weren't there? Well, yes. The other three joined in the fun in second year, and we formed a party-stroke-study group, if you know what I mean. So we had a lot of fun. 
But we also got decent grades along the way, and, and your mother was largely responsible for the latter, for all of us. Oh, I can well imagine. So by the time we graduated, we were very close, and we, well, I believe we really knew each other really well. And we stayed pretty close over the years. We've supported each other as best we could. But of course, we grew up and, and went our separate ways as well. Well, of course. Now, the thing is, I knew early on that I wanted to be involved in publishing. And I also knew that I wasn't a writer. So I wanted to be able to help good writers to get published however I could. Ellie didn't really know what she wanted to do specifically, so she tagged along with me into the publishing business, and as you know, she became a very fine editor. And poet. Oh, yes, I won't argue with you about that. They are good. But, Janie, the thing is, I know she is even better than that. She is a great writer always was, but she just doesn't believe it. I've suggested she try short stories, novels, historical fiction. She just won't do it. But if you see her letters, the critiques that she writes for her clients, they are extraordinarily vibrant essays. Oh, yes, her letters are wonderful. So witty and, yes, direct. I, I know what you mean about that. Do you know, she writes the way she sounds. And that is a gift. And I have longed to get her to use it, to expand on it, and not just to make money out of it, but because I know she would gain a lot of satisfaction out of just doing it. Oh, oh I, I, I see what you mean. Well, so why the memoir? Well, it was an idea I had about five years ago. I suggested it to her, but of course she refused to take it seriously. But I was convinced that she could do it. She should do it. She would love it once she got going. And then I had the big idea. Oh, yes. I thought maybe if I could persuade all the gang of five to write a memoir... Helen would join in the fun. I set it up as a new genre fiction for the publishing Crone house. memoir. Exactly. So she told you that, did she? Yes. <laughs> oh, I didn't get it myself at first, but then, you know, over the past couple of years, there have been more and more old people, especially women, making names for themselves, doing all sorts of creative things. I began to see what they had to offer, <laughs> and I'm not far off it myself, you know. I turned 51 last month. There you go. You get it. And the more I think about it, the more I think it really is one of the best ideas I've ever had. And I was in my 70s when I had it. Right, so then Mum agreed to do it, and you paid her in advance. Is that right? Yes, and I thought it was a done deal, but I hadn't thought it through, had I? Well, whatever do you mean? What part of it hadn't you thought through? The part where, although she's very outgoing in her everyday life, she's really a very private person. She might not want anyone to actually read it. Oh, you know? yes, of course. 
Oh, it's so interesting, isn't it? You know, Mum will talk to strangers at the drop of a hat. In fact, she spends half her life talking to strangers. And she'll listen to them and she'll chip in with stuff about herself, but always on her own terms. She doesn't share anything private. You should see her Facebook page, full of little quips about whatever she's doing at the time, but nothing about herself, her actual self. Oh, yes, I've seen that. It should have warned me. I really didn't take that part of it seriously. And now she's upset, and I... Janie, I do not want her to be hurt. I see. Oh, thank you so much for sharing that with me. I think I understand a little bit better now. I don't know if you're aware of this, but she didn't tell me she was even writing it till a good two years after she'd agreed to it. I did not know that. My goodness, that's serious, isn't it? Yes, it is. So what do you think? I'm perfectly happy to take your advice on this. Ellie is my dearest, greatest friend, and I want to do the right thing by her. You know, I'm very reluctant to give you any actual advice, Joey. At least not at this time. Oh, oh, of course, I, I understand. I, uh, we don't want Ellie to think you and I are in cahoots over this. Oh, it's not that. I don't think that would do her any harm at all. I just think there might be another way. Another way? What do you mean? I mean, at this moment, this moment now, I think she's wrong about the whole thing. I think she's got something going on, some deep, old, buried fear locked away in a shell inside her that's making her so afraid. And I honestly think that holding on to that fear is not doing her any good at all. I, I don't know if I'm the person to crack this particular nut, so I'm going to have a chat with my husband and my daughter and see if we can come up with a plan. Oh, that would be wonderful. But you do understand, the plan is not so much how to get her to agree to publish, but how to get her to, oh, what is it they say, face the fear. If she can do that... Then she can decide from a, from a more open heart what's the best thing to do, you know, for her. That is exactly what I would love, for her to be okay, to know what she's afraid of. It, it might be something she's absolutely right to be afraid of. Are you sure she doesn't know? Oh, I'm pretty sure. She's just so, not so much confused, just confusing. And that's not like her. It really seems to come from a place of not knowing. You do know she's a terrible liar. Oh, she is that. So I'm confident that she's not deliberately hiding anything. Can you leave it with me for a while? We can't rush these things. Oh, no hurry at all. It doesn't upset your publishing schedule? Not a bit. It's my baby. I can do whatever I like. My partner, the inestimable Mr. Balliol has no say in the matter whatsoever. Oh, dear. Should I feel sorry for him? Probably. <laughs> that was episode 11, season 3 of Am I Old Yet? by me, Floyd Kennedy. The roles of Joey and Janie were played by me. You can find out more about the podcast and check up on back episodes <laughs> all the way back to season 1 at the website www.amioldyet.com 
If you're enjoying the podcast, please take a moment to rate and review it. It really is important to help me to know that you're listening. Otherwise, I'm kind of, you know, sending stuff out into the void. You can either do it in your favorite podcasting app. Some of them uh, let you rate and review it. And if they don't, you can drop a comment on the reviews page of the website. You can also support the podcast by means of a small donation at buymeacoffee.com slash amioldyet or by becoming a regular subscribing patron on patreon.com slash amioldyet. And that subscription brings you extra benefits. Thanks so much for listening. Stay safe.